Good morning, everybody. It is Manchester's burning for the 15th of February, 2021, coming at you on a Monday morning in the ATL in Georgia, in the USA. And it is in the ATL, for that matter. It is a cloudy, cold mess. Everywhere else in the US, it's probably ice or snow or whatever. There's like some massive, giant winter storm attacking everything and blowing everything up. And depending on where you are, they may be able to handle it. And in some places, they may not. Luckily, here in the ATL, there is no ice and there is no snow. And that's a good news because the last time there was ice and snow, people were stuck on the connector for at least 36 hours. It was horrible. So wherever you are, I hope you are warm. I hope you are dry. I hope you are safe. So today we are doing the Manchester United Women's Weekly Review Match Instant, not so instant reaction of the Manchester Derby. Manchester United fans, how do you feel this morning? How do you feel? It's 48 hours plus since the Derby disappointment against Manchester City. It was it must have been a disappointment. Now you've had some time to think about it. And to, to help us to kind of talk through it and break it all down here, I have Mark Henry here with the Barmy Army to kind of talk it through, giving, giving us his instant, not so instant reaction to what happened on Friday evening in Manchester. So um, Mark, thank you for joining us again today. Thank you. Happy to be here. And uh, I want to get your impression. You've had some time to think about it, y'all. If you didn't know, y'all out there in the land, it was a 3-0 victory for City over United in on Friday. Mark, your reactions 48 hours now that you've had some time to think about it. Yeah, it, it, very, it was a tough defeat. Mm -hmm. It was very tough to watch. Um, you don't, as we said, as I said with uh, yourself and Emma on Wednesday, I think it was, anything can happen in a derby. And it certainly did in this game. Um, City, in retrospect uh, at the time, I, I didn't think they played that well, but I've watched the highlights back and actually they, they played very well. And the score scoreline, it was a deserved scoreline. I don't think we did enough in that game to to get anything out of it. We did make some good chances, but City deserved the win again. And yeah, it was it was I think when I my reaction initially as I was watching the first, let's say the first 15 to 20 minutes of the match. And, and the thing I said, that both teams almost seem to be trying to do the same thing. It seemed to me that both teams were pressing high. We're trying to put pressure on the opposing offense. Both were trying to play out the back. United's strategy on offense is a bit different, obviously, than cities as expected. More of, um, we're going to strike quickly, striker long, uh, rather than building from the back and using a lot of possession as expected. Both sides really pressed, uh, pressed early on. And to me, it was tight for the first 20 minutes or so. What, what were you thinking like at the start of the match, how it started? At the beginning of when I saw the team news, I was it was a team that I predicted I thought would start. We have a, mm -hmm. a sort of a mini, uh, we have a competition within the Barmy Army to predict the starting lineup, mm -hmm. and uh, I got all eleven right. I thought that's where we would go. Um, again, I mentioned it last week. I thought Maria Thoris here 
she plays very well at right back, but it, it's not her natural positioning. You can you can see that. The rest of the team lined up uh, as, as I kind of thought it would. Uh, Ella Toon on the right is is the is the one part of the, the the equation I wasn't sure of. I don't think she's uh, good on the right. I think she's better coming through the middle as maybe a number ten or something. But the first, like you said, the first 15, 20 minutes, it was cagey. It was slow. It was being built up through the midfield. Mm-hmm. Haley and Katie's element had a lot of touches. But as many for as many touches as they had, it wasn't really going anywhere. It wasn't penetrating their defence. It was kind of going left to right, right to left. It wasn't... And then it was going forward, but then it was coming straight back. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, it was it was a occasionally 15 20 minutes and they start both teams had a couple of chances nothing over the top but it, it, it the, the build-up was slow and I think the last two games where United usually pay with a bit of pace and a bit of um a bit of uh, a bit of power they, mm-hmm. they didn't have that and it was a very slow methodical game which isn't something that um i think i'm i've watched united play over but it's kind of happened over the last two games and i think that's mm-hmm. also down to to the way city lined up and city played as well they the same as reading they've looked at it and they've gone this is what we can do to stop them so is it so what i'm hearing is it was a common a combination potentially of you know, people learning what United are going to try to do, which is use pace and speed and power, as you said, moving forward and blocking it off and blocking the channels to get through to the third, which then forces United to pull it back from moving it further forward, thus lowering United's ability to create chances. How does that sound? Does that sound right? Yeah, when because Casey plays with a solid back four, the back four right. is, is 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 solid, and then in front of that, she usually plays Haley, Haley as a holding midfielder, and then Jackie and Ella Toon is two kind of just two in front of them, and then with Leah on the left, and then whoever on the someone on the right, and then so we we move the ball fluidly coming forward, and as a as a as a, a unit, everyone knows their job. Mm-hmm. But City again, like Reading, they played the balls in between different parts of the air pitch. So City were were finding holes in the system, mm-hmm. so we couldn't really get the gate ball moving fluidly enough, so we could get the so we could start attacking with pace. But when we did do that, as it showed with. Um, the Kristen Press chance in the first half, mm-hmm. we couldn't just keep it going. It, it was like a what we did it once, and then we couldn't do it again for a, a five, ten, fifteen minute spell. Right. And because of City, the way City played, is it was it though? Uh, was it more also of a personnel issue and not having? available the players that would make those types of game-changing runs and things like that into the final third? Yeah, def- uh, I, I don't want to, you know, we've got bad in, we've got injuries, you know, Lauren James is out, Tobin right. is obviously out for, for right. 
a period of time. Kirsty Smith is is injured as well, mm-hmm. um, and when you have those players missing, it does make um, it does make an, an effect on you, and you you have to be able to put players into those positions that hopefully you can use or utilize in a different way. Yeah, and um, certainly. And certainly that, that was a possibility that have happened because I mean way the way to attack City is to try to take advantage of the space that opens up when they press high. So, you know, and at times United were able to do that, but the way City plays, as you mentioned, you know, once you get through the front press of City's defense, then you they will also, their typical defense is to pull it back, put one up front, put, you know, and then play nine behind and just wall everything off. Um, they, they're not like a Gagan pressing type swide where they just continue to press all over the field. They're more like, okay, you made it through the first level, now you're in the middle midfield. Now we're going to wall it off so you can't make it to the third. And if you do, we're not going to let you sustain it. Yeah, and I think one of the things that I noticed probably when we were watching it live here is that Ellen White then didn't really touch the ball a, a, a huge amount. It, it right. wasn't getting to her. So, so from our point of view, to stop stopping Ellen White, it was one of the, 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 the main points. For us, and it, it kind of wor- it worked because that happened. But then the the rest of the game kind of took place. Yeah, I only had twenty four touches in in the eighty four minutes that she played, yeah. um, and so that that on one hand was a success to keep her away from uh, away from the ball. Uh, she did have that that wild bicycle kick try you know in the 38th minute that was wonderfully saved by uh by arps though um as well um but one of the things that was interesting in terms of from united's defensive side was that kristen press katie zellum jackie gronin and ella toon all were leading the the team in pressures yeah you know, and I think that was that's an indication of the way that United had to play against them, and the way um, that they were sort of forced into that strategy of our offensive players are going to be doing most of the pressures and most of the tackling. So, um, the talk about this the first goal. What happened um, there? What happened from your vantage point? What happened in that first goal? Um, that, from the first goal, it was um, obviously I can't speak for Casey. I, I wouldn't dare, but I think mm-hmm. she would be more upset about conceding. Second week in a row, mm-hmm. um, we've not been able to, we've conceded goals from corners. Um, the marking, I thought the marking was all right. I, you can, if you wanted to really nitpick it, you could go into it in depth and say that this person wasn't stood here mm-hmm. or that. But um, as I said, I think the the way we conceded it again from from a corner, I think that's more upsetting than the actual goal. And I, and I think from Casey's point of view, I think she'll be upset about that as well. And as I saw but that. Lucy that- Bob, 
But when the ball came out to Lucy Bronze, mm-hmm. people would say, you know, she should have been, someone should have, someone should have been running out to her. So, but, you know, I think that's just really nitpicking it. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think it was more about the, you know, just not, you know, really being all together the where the team not being all together where they needed to be in terms of the set piece was concerned. And and so the frustrating element would have would have been for me if I were Casey. And again, I'm not speaking for her either, but um because you know, it's, that would be ridiculous uh, for me to do so. It's just just I would have been more upset about the set piece because because it's as you said, this happened the game before, and it's like you know, yeah. and, and and against City, against the a topper topper level club, you're not going to get away with it. You're not going to get away with doing what you need to do to defend a set piece. Uh, and I I agree though. I don't think you. I don't think it would have been possible to have someone go and mark you know, Lucy Bronze uh, in that situation uh, and be able to defend that set piece properly. I mean, she ended up being in the right place at the right time, um, you know, uh, for for that to happen. But still at the, you know, at, I want to get to Leah Galton in a second, but at halftime, it's just still 1-0. I mean, United still, again, what were y'all thinking at halftime? Or were you more concerned that, that Galton needed to be taken off because of the because of her injury? Uh, losing Leah is a massive loss. Mm-hmm. I think I don't think you'll find many arguments from many United women fans that Leah is our best player. I don't think many many will argue. Many might say Lauren James is because she's the youth and everything else. But I think most will say Leah is our best player. Um, it's a massive loss. It happened off the ball. Mm-hmm. So it looks serious. We obviously we don't obviously know how bad it is. Uh, but we're now in an international break for three weeks. Hopefully it doesn't look as bad as it did on the night. Mm-hmm. But with Leah is... She's she's a massive massive loss. It, to me, it's comparing it to like losing Bruno Fernandez, probably from the men's team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you lose him, you could put in some other players who might do a job. But in, without Leah on the left, and obviously Tobin's missing, mm-hmm. we, you know, we might struggle a little bit. But we've got Kirsty Hansen who who can play either side. So, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it looked bad. It looked a bad injury. Yes, and I, I, at the at the time, I was thinking this could be a double loss, and this could also be a loss that ends up being worse for United in the long run than just losing this match because yeah. recently particularly recently with the, the the injury situation that had been really she had been uh the the talus woman or the talisman whatever one you want to put it for the for the squad uh, on the offensive side and you know things were the ball was going through her uh to make things happen and she was doing that job extremely well and um and as it was occurring in this match as well they were trying to get the ball to her yeah. uh, as well as trying to get the ball to, ball to press and you know then you lose that piece and and so um i think a lot of i had the feeling that a lot of united fans were like 
Oh, halftime, like, yeah, they weren't even thinking about the squirrel hunt. They were thinking, oh, yeah. how bad is this? <laughs> you like know, said, it's how bad is this? Yeah, like I said, she's, she's a massive loss. She is, yeah. she is a massive loss. And hopefully, we're, we're, hopefully it's not as bad as it looked. Obviously, we don't, like I said, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on a three-week international break. So hopefully she's okay if she misses... Uh, I know this sounds horrible. If she misses the Villa game, which is our next game, I don't think I'd be that upset. But if she's not playing against Arsenal, then it's it, it's a massive boost to Arsenal. I think it's it, a massive boost to most clubs as well. Let me just... Yeah, I don't right. know. Yeah. Right, right. It, yeah, I mean, you lose someone of that, you know, of that level caliber on any side uh, unless there is, a, you know, a squad full of a lot of depth. Uh, which you know, however you want to say it, United don't have a, don't right now have a lot of depth in in yeah. those types of positions, and so it, it really can be uh, very difficult. So, but you know, City did not get their second goal until Lauren Hemp scores in the seventy first minute. So, yeah. what y'all what were you thinking up until that point? And then when that second goal hit, what what were y'all thinking uh, about that? At one nil. And even at one 0 at half time, there was still a. I think Emma said it in on Wednesday or Thursday. The, when, when we played them in the league at LSV, at one at, when we went, they went in two 0 up at half time. So at one 0 you're thinking, well, we called two back against LA at, at home. Anything is possible here. We were creating chances. We were getting. Mm-hmm. We were starting to pass the ball more fluidly, and Kristen was coming um, a little bit deeper to pick up the ball. Jackie was bombing a bit more forward, mm-hmm. but I also think when we Hayley Ladd got a yellow card, and at one point the ref, I we thought was going to send off Hayley Ladd, so we mm-hmm. subbed Hayley Ladd off, and I think that changed the game mm-hmm. from from our from my point of view anyway. Hayley Laddie, she's um, calm and collective on the ball. And when you lose someone like that, it you know, because Jackie went further back, Jackie had to drop deeper. And mm-hmm. I think then you lose what Jackie's influence can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but we were creating chances. So one nil at half time, you're thinking, right. And, it, and you see one nil. And we're creating chances, and then you see Ellie Roebuck pulling off a, a little save here or a shot hit directly at you. You're thinking, right, we can get something out of this. But then that you, you hit with the sucker punch. And at 2 0, you're kind of thinking, oh well, that's that's the game. But a few minutes later, um you had um Ellie Roebuck had to go out and leave her line and challenge Kristen Press about nine yeah. minutes later. Yeah. Uh, it almost got, it looked like she got hurt for a moment uh, and so forth. And that could have, you know, put the game into a, it, it, somehow United had gotten a goal to get it to 2-1 and anything could happen because as we said on Wednesday, it's a derby. And when you yeah. pull back a goal, then yeah. there's some momentum, there's confidence, there's all those things could have happened there. Um, but in, in all you know, fairness, as much as you know, United was pushing forward in the, particularly in the opening part of the second half, uh, and for the well, probably for the majority of the second half, just the chances just were not 
coming into fruition. Their XG for the match total was 0.9. Um, overall, They're, they only had a total as a team, 10 shot-creating actions. Uh, you compare that to, to City, you had 22. Um, so it just like was a really big difference there. I, I want to ask a tough question, I, I, and we can talk about Caron Weir's, you know, uh, goal that I don't think anyone would have been able to stop. It was a bit cheeky, uh, as they say um, out there, um, you know, and probably a candidate for goal of the year in, in many respects. But, but really, one of the questions I had, though, and I know you don't want to speak for Casey, and I don't think anyone really does. She speaks for herself quite well. But now, is this a challenge for her as, you know, as a young manager where, she now has to face a situation where mm, people have figured out like, okay, this is how you stop United's offense. This is how you stop them. This is how you would get them on def on the other side of the ball. Does Casey need to change tactics? Should she need to change her strategy moving forward? Uh, or is it full steam ahead and will tinker technically with technique to make things better? Yeah, uh, I, it's a tough one to answer because um, I grew up watching when I, you know, watching Sir Alex Ferguson play a, a rigid four-four-two formation every game, and you saw other teams then working a formation around that team to to try and beat him. Um, does Casey Casey's formation? I I I think that. that she has players that she tries to fit into positions. You, so the back four, you know, with the exception of Millie and Amy, the rest of the back, so you've got Honor, Kirsty, and Maria Thoris Dottier and, and Martha Harris, those other players, they can switch sides. They can go from right to left or play at right back or they can play left back. Further forward, you've got Hayley Ladd, who is our holding midfielder. She, that's that's her natural position, and that's where she plays. Other teams, as we said during the Everton game, when we were playing against Everton, they put two players on, on Leah Golton. They were basically trying to mark her out of the match, but she still had that influence. So I think certain teams will adapt the tactics to certain to certain players. But sometimes it happened against Everton, it, it can have massive repercussions on the game. It can leave players completely unmarked. Going, I think if, we, if we've lost Leah for an extended period, like but we don't know, and we've lost Tobin for an extended mm-hmm. period, the tactics, they don't have to try and man-mark or person-mark those, people, those players out of the game. Kristen on Friday, she was dropping, she was dropping deeper and deeper and deeper to get, pick up the ball because it wasn't getting through to her. Um, so I think Casey tries to work her tactics to an extent to to the teams they're playing. But I also think teams may also have got wise to our tactics as well. And, you know, I wonder with, you know, I, I think the international break provides an opportunity for people to get well. Hopefully the injury to Golson is not that bad to the point where, you know, give it a couple of weeks uh, and, you know, things will be you know, hopefully uh, 
things will be better. And I, I think, you know, you start looking at the, you're looking at the fixture list and saying, hmm, we really need her to come back by Arsenal. So let's yeah. look for that, you know, that type of yeah. thing. Um, because that's the, obviously going to be the bigger game, um, you know, not to make too many assumptions about how uh, the Aston Villa game will go. Um, but yeah, I'm just wondering about, you know, will there be, is there a need for some type of change? Is there a need for a tactical shift in the meantime? Uh, to try to kind of shore some things up, knowing that the chances maybe may have a tougher time coming and may have a tougher time being able to convert them. I, I saw on on social media after the game, and obviously after the game, there was the emotions were running high from United fans because mm-hmm. of the defeat. This, you know, three nil. It was our biggest ever defeat in the WSL, right? Um, and I saw on social media a lot of a lot of fans, you know going mad about Millie that she's not, you know, Millie was mm-hmm. bad. And, and, you know, we, we've said it before, players can have a bad game and, you know, mm-hmm. you can, you know, you have to accept that. I think for a lot of us, it was City, there was a chance to take a point off them at, at, before the game. I think most United fans would have been really happy with a point. And, but you've got to give City credit and, 48 hours later. I mean, if I'd have done this with you on Friday night, I think there would have been a bleak test going on halfway through it because uh, mm. the, the, the language would have been pretty blue, uh, R-rated. Um, but watching the game back in 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 on the highlights, mm-hmm. City City won it, and you, I can't take anything away from them as much as much as a red. I want to. You, you've got to give them credit, and I said this last week about Reading. Their tactics work against us, and and it's a point that you just made. Some teams may be now looking at the way Reading and City have played us, and they'll go, right, well, that's what we'll do. And then it's up to Casey to change it up, mm-hmm. as you said as well. I think, and I think that's going to be the that's that's the test, um, and I think Arsenal will be the first test, uh, a yeah. real test of that, you know, coming forward. You know, but the thing I got to give credit for for United in this, even though it was a three nil, was their defense actually did hold up fairly well. Yeah, you know, you know, they, they, you know they limited City's XG for the match to one, one point zero. It was the clinical finishing. Yeah, uh, the surgical like, finishing of your City that that got them the, those goals. Yeah, and and like I said, the first goal. And you know the first goal from is is an is our error. You know it's a mm-hmm. corner we're defending. We should be clearing that ball. There's, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that as I said, that will upset Casey more mm-hmm. the way we consider Surely. it. The Caroline Weir goal, as you said, you don't think any keepers spotting that. So you take those two goals out of the the equation. We our defence was was really good and. And as I said, their main striker in Ellen White, I don't remember who really, she had one chance maybe. But other than that, I don't think she got in behind us to cause us enough problems. No, she didn't. Yeah, she had one chance. Yeah. <laughs> she had and, just one. Um, and, 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 that's, and, and for me, you, everyone can look at the negatives mm-hmm. of, oh, well, we, you lost your big rivals. And we did. Mm-hmm. But you, we, we kind of... We, we took out their main striker, but they've obviously got play. You know, they've got world class players all over the pitch. So, mm-hmm. unless you man mark every player, you know, someone is going to slip up. And, and, and as I said, the defense helped. The defense was solid, and 
Amy and Millie as a partnership was the partnership that took us through the the championship season with us conceding mm-hmm. very very few goals. And we brought in, you know, Maria Thoris Dottier on a battle uh, to 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 strengthen that defence. And the defence was solid on Friday night. I don't have a problem with that. The problem is, is that many too many people saw individual mistakes. And as we said, mm-hmm. players can have a bad night, right? But it, it's just a bad night. It's. I don't think if it was City, I'm sure if Emma was on here, she'll be saying probably something very similar. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's it it, it happened. Who uh, in, in closing? Who who was your star player of the match for United? Um, it's it's it's. I thought Kristen Press played really well. It's, mm-hmm. it's only his second ninety minutes, but watching it back, um, I I thought Honor, I thought Honor was was probably our best player by a good distance. But I think Honor's been probably our best player most of the season. Yeah, and uh, she's a very popular player on social media as well. People love her. Um, They really do love her work rate and her productivity and so forth. She had 56 touches on the ball, 11 pressures, three tackles, two interceptions, and four blocks. Um, And so really solid, um, solid performance for her. And she also, you know, does very well on the ball. Uh, 78% uh, passing percentage, 29 total carries. Um, you know, uh, it was you know on both sides of the ball pretty yeah, strong. She has she has a really good partnership with with Leah as well, mm-hmm. which is yes. which is important. And, mm-hmm. and when you consider now we we might lose Leah for an extended period of time, like I said, we don't know. Right. Whoever plays on on the left now kind of has to start a new partnership with Honor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I don't think it's a massive. I'm not making it into a massive issue, but it, it, it's in, those kind of little partnerships sometimes are, are important. You know, the more I've watched football over the years, the more knowledge I've gained watching matches and watching teams that are that are the ones that are in the top, you know, two, three, four, and whatever division. Yeah. It's those partnerships of of you know of from the back to the forward that are, you know, end up being really critical because you start using, you know, it's, I mean, it's not as simple as it sounds, you know, to say, okay, we'll just chop and change and we'll just put whoever back there. It's not that easy because you get to a point if you have familiarity and chemistry and so forth, you end up building a lot of muscle memory and you know where the other person's going to be. You know where to put the ball so the other person can get it without the uh, without your opponent getting it because your opponent doesn't know. You know, it, it's things like that. And those make the difference in games like the Derby. Those make the difference in games with Arsenal coming up where, you know, and I guess that's what they mean by the finer margins where it's like, you know, that type of partnership, the partnership in the midfield, the, the, the uh, two center back partnership, you yeah. know, how strong is that in terms of a collaborative? Uh, it's not just one center back versus, you know, a tree, uh, you know, where you can talk about the United men's team a lot about that. Um, so it, it does make a difference, but luckily there is that international break to kind of, 
start working some stuff in training, um, you know, and, and again, hopefully that, you know, nurse some of these injuries. So Mark, we got to wrap the, things up uh, and so forth. Mark, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for a lot of knowledge that you've dropped on us that we really, uh, really needed and so forth. And I thank you so much for being here. It was great. Awesome. As usual. Thank you. And for y'all, we are closing for this morning. Later today, we will have Emma from the Manchester City Women Fancast to give her perspective post 48 hours from the Derby from, dare I say, the winning side. So uh, we'll hear from her later today uh, and so forth. So in the meantime, I know it's cold. Maybe probably where you are. Or maybe if you're in the desert, maybe not so cold. Or if you're in Australia, it's summer whatever so we got to close this out um and just know that the light is out there please acknowledge the light let it become part of you let it let it let the light hug you if the darkness is out there and we know that it is and we have to acknowledge it also do not let the darkness hug you and if it does please reach out get help help yourself and help each other manchester's burning is out for the moment we'll be back later today y'all